wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup? Well, it's another week and we're back. Um, unfortunately, the wrestling world did take a bit of a hit this week, unfortunately. Um, the other day, on Wednesday, they found the body of former WWE superstar Chad Gaspard. Uh, the report came out pre- in the previous days that he was swimming in the ocean with his son, and the tides got too big. The rescuers uh, came out and saved his son first, per his request, and unfortunately, he disappeared. And with the news, it showed how much that the wrestling world world is united doesn't matter what promotion you're with if they lose one member they lose everybody because um, everyone's affected because you saw people from all promotions um pay their respects so um okay i'll go ahead and start with you what was your reaction to all that um first of all i loved how like you said regardless of the wrestling brands it's like it's like they always say when I went to high school, it was like once a bear cat, always a bear cat was our motto. And I feel the same way about the wrestling world. Once a wrestler, always a wrestler, you, no matter what. Um, it kind of hurt. It kind of shocked me because I admit crime time with JTD and Chad was one of the first ever tag teams that I really, you know, liked beside the Hardy boys. And, you know, seeing that a part of me, thought of him as a hero is like take my son first you know save him and then like the whole day at work my first instinct was please let him be okay you know because we um you know as wrestling fans we lose you know everything with them as well you know because we feel their pain and you know especially see one of our favorites to go so um all i gotta say is um it, it was really sad to hear that you know that he wasn't able to make it. And um, my prayers and thoughts go out to all his um, wrestling fans, um, JTG, friends and family, and anybody else that was impacted with this, and other wrestling fans as well. We'll get through it together. We always do. Yeah. And I swear, it's like every damn tweet I look at since in regards to that, I'm still, I still cry. Even the stuff with JTG, that was just like heartbreaking. Um, but, um, but no, I... One thing that did get me was it, I want to say, was it last year? Mm-hmm. He tweeted out, he had, uh, JTG had posted a post that Shad had said, if I was to die tomorrow, you will always be my brother and my best friend. I love you for life. And he commented about it and says, love you too, bro. No homo. And I think that kind of tore me up a little bit more too. And I was like, no, don't do it to me. <laughs> my God. Jolie? Crime Time was definitely, I think, the precursor to, in all honesty, to the New Day. Because they they had that uh, funniness about them. Remember him stealing the laptop from the king? (laughs) Um, When Cena got them to work with him and destroy JBL's limo. That was memorable. They, they they were just they were a good team, and um, he will be uh, very sadly missed. And he did die a hero, and 
anybody that was bitching the other day about the the fans and the family who had a memorial service not wearing a mask, yes, we get it. I know I'm on people about wearing masks, but this is one time where I think it was okay. Exactly. And one video that came out afterwards that I was not aware about, um, WrestleMania 35, they were in a bar chat. There was a video with Chad standing next to MVP, and they were watching Kofi win the title. And it's just like the pure emotion in his eyes about that moment. It was just like, seriously? (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, what? Let me ask y'all about this because I saw something about this last night. Now, at the beginning of AEW's uh, pay-per-view last night, they did uh, like a quick snippet of a uh, memory to Chad Gaspar. And some people had um some people had an issue with this that they did it with like a beach it wasn't like a p- plain black uh, black background or anything like that. It did like a whole beach scene. They had an issue with that because that's where he died. I mean I I mean, some people actually had a problem with that for some reason. Nowadays, people have problems with anything. So, but that's all I got to say. They have problems with anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they just used it as if it was, what, was it a regular stock photo? Or was it a photo that was actually taken of him that day? No, no, no. It was actually like an overlay. Oh. Uh, like a, like, it was like overlay of a beach, like with the water and the sand and everything like that. I don't have any issue with that. I heard there was issues. Actually, I didn't hear there was any issues with his. I heard there were issues with another one. With somebody, they, they did something with Hannah's. That, that's what a lot of people were upset about. Huh. I didn't hear about that one. Okay. Well, speaking of Hannah also, just to kind of um, address that as well, uh, reports came in Friday that um, Hannah Kimura, stardom wrestler, had passed away because she actually had committed suicide. Um, and the r- unfortunate reports came out because of uh, extreme cyberbullying. And I know that a lot of the wrestlers from all over the world um, have mentioned it online. They've, uh, they've made their remarks online. And the ones that kind of, like, the one that hit me the most was um, Kyrie. Because I know that her and EO were trying to actually get a hold of Hana um, before it happened. And so, what did you think? I mean, so, Jolie, what do you think about all that? I will go into depth uh, in the Jester's Court. I will be calling out specific people by name. Um, not for this incident, but for their cyberbullying in general. But... Um, the one that actually hit me the most besides Kyrie's was Zelina Vega. Um, when she said to the people saying the hashtag um, RIP Hana, that the people that were saying that were hypocritical because she scrolled down their pages and saw them bullying other people. So her call, I like the fact that she called people out about that. And I think another one that got me, and you think it wouldn't be one, it was just Shayna Baszler, like, just, like, this should not happen. Right. And so it's, like, it, it, it's, I said this last night on Twitter, and I said it in, in my little portion of the gestures court, that 
cyber bullies need to be punished. Um, and unfortunately, especially if some of these were American cyber bullies, we have the biggest bully in the Oval Office who gets away with saying anything. So, mm-hmm. and you know me, I don't mince words. So if that man can't get blocked, you know, these people think they can get away with saying whatever the hell they want. I mean, I, I got kicked off for saying, well, come to Philly and I will show you what a curb stomp really looks like to somebody threatening violence to Nyla Rose and making transphobic remarks. But I'm the one that got banned. It's amazing that, you know, one one thing got one person banned, but you see all this other hatred getting spewed out there. And, you know, it's funny that you, I see the likes of Brian Alvarez call, talking about cyberbullying, yet he was verbally bullying and putting down Tamina. Mm-hmm. So it's so hypocritical about some of these people. Now, I saw somebody like say, like, like you know, calling some wrestlers out when they were, quote unquote, cyberbullying people because Zelina was actually accused of cyberbullying somebody. But she was doing it in character. Mm-hmm. So it has to be taken in context. Now, I don't know what was said towards Hana. I luckily did not see the pictures because apparently she did post pictures that was taken down of her cutting her wrists. Um, <sighs> so it is it is very, very um, hard because I was watching TV. My mom, we had it paused and so we have the Comcast, so they'll put on those, like, little blurbs, you know, it, they had Shad's thing uh, about the memorial, and then they, she goes, well, she said, who's Hanaka, the Hanakamura? I said, she was a Japanese wrestler at the age of 22 who felt like she needed to end her life because people bullied her to death. And people who do that have tiny dicks and need to be drug out in the street and shot like old yeller plain and simple i hate keyboard warriors i i will go toe to toe with them even though i get told not to because they're not going to listen but yeah i i don't care anymore i think this this right here is a kick to the gut especially after losing shad earlier this week yeah exactly um kayla did you have anything about that i'll make it short what's our cyberbullying um it is not right. It's not like Julia said, you know, the superstars that especially Zelina that stepped up, you know, Shayna Baszler stepped up, you know, um, I saw somebody say, why would Shayna step up because of her character? And I said, once again, that is a character. She does have a heart outside. Um, I know a lot of people that has been cyberbullied. Um, none of them, unfortunately, has never killed themselves, thank goodness. Um, but they were on the verge. Um, as far as cyberbullying, another thing that um, gets a lot of people upset is if you play PlayStation 4 or Xbox, the insults and stuff will come in there as well. I've actually had somebody, um, somebody I randomly pay, played with on a Friday the 13th, messages me and says you need to go kill yourself you, you you weren't supposed to kill me and jason uh hello i'm jason i'm supposed to kill you and he says well you can go kill yourself and i said you know what i'm a i said i told him my age and i said i'm a mature enough that i don't let this bother me but i said yet you respect people the way you want to be respected 
So, and he didn't like that. He says, well, I'm going to block you. I'm like, yeah, block me. Okay. And then it's just like, you know, that's what, that's what I look at. Do not treat anybody a way that you would never want to be treated yourself. Because like I said in my tweet, you don't know what that person's going through. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you know, what they're going through. You don't know, you know, what's happening. So, um, stop people. Just stop with the bullying, cyberbullying, outside bullying, whatever. I don't care. But when it comes to anybody um, that's getting bullied, more than likely I will speak my mind and I will do it. I've done it in the past on social media. Um, so also my prayers and thoughts goes out to her family and friends as well. So um, anyway, people, if you're listening, stop it now. Exactly. Please. I want to I want to add on something with you said, you know, people on Xbox, PlayStation, PC. I play Call of Duty and <clears throat> we jaw at each other back and forth. Luckily, I've had some people do that to me like, you know, you should die, you suck at this game, blah blah blah. And a lot of times I just respond, especially if I'm I don't actually get a lot of DMs on there, but usually if somebody's like does that to me, I say, "Well, you know what? You can go suck my dick and you can pick the size." And they just they just shut up right after that because it's mainly I'm mainly paying against guys. Mm-hmm. Like I rarely I I will rarely hear um a woman in a lobby if if I do I love when I play against female gamers because they're a lot more competitive and a lot better at trash talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 just the the people that say what they say. It just it just you just. Grow up, people. Seriously. I mean, I, I I just don't get it sometimes. I mean, I don't get it either. And, of course, it's like they... It's like people think they're, like, on top of the world when they're behind a keyboard just saying all this spewage and everything. But it's like you don't know the person on the other end. So it needs to stop. It has to stop. And if governments finally... Uh, step forward and make any kind of laws around cyberbullying, I am all for it. Well, wasn't there that movie, um, I think before it became uh, part of the ABC, but it was just regular family, the family channel, uh, it was Emily Osment, and they they did a cyberbullying movie about her. Okay, yeah, and, I remember that movie. And I can't remember mm. if she actually killed herself or not, but I do remember they actually have tried people and gotten them convicted. There was a case recently where a girl bullied her boyfriend into killing himself. I remember that. That little bitch went to jail. Yeah, I just remember that. Okay. So, you know, they can they can do something about it. But um, I think Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, WhatsApp... Whatever is out there social media-wise where you can actually attack somebody. And um, I think they need to find out whoever said anything to Hana. Find their IP addresses. Find their email addresses. Find their phone numbers. Ban them for life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Punishment is deserved. I mean, personally, I think everybody that did it deserves jail time. But that's just me. Uh, And who knows where it came. I mean, I, I, I think it may have circled. Because from what I heard... I think it had to do with something that happened when she was on a reality show. Like yeah. Like a terrorist house. Yeah, I was actually going to watch that. 
but now I don't feel comfortable in watching it. Yeah. But um, hopefully it's something that the social media platforms do crack down on going forward. All right. Well, speaking of coming to the defense, um, Jolie, I know you don't like him, but you got to applaud him this week. Your favorite superstar. Yeah. Um, Seth finally calling out Cornette. Um, I'm glad he did it on after the bell with uh, Corey Graves. You know, the fact that it got brought up and he was very gentlemanly about it because if that was my partner and somebody called her an easy bake oven, yeah, I would have actually probably flown to the dude's house and whooped his ass. So um, I do give props to Seth, to Colby, for Mm -hmm. standing up for Becky and standing up for all women in general. And um, Cornette can suck a dick. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, um, and it's funny because it's, I mean, because it's like, you would think Cornette would have had some kind of reservations about that because from what, uh, Seth was saying that it's like he knew Cornette. They worked together because from when they worked worked together when he was in the Ring of Honor, and of course he spewed his mouth like that. And it's just like, yeah, he he took it. Uh, it's like the, it's like Seth wasn't taking it personally. Col- like you said, Colby was taking it personally in regards to Rebecca. So, man, but um, yeah, Kayla, Kayla, what'd you think about all that? I'm gonna agree with Jolie for once. Seth actually stood up and did the you know, the right thing, um, especially to take over, you know, take control that, you know, that's your future wife and the mother of your boy or girl, whatever you may have. Please let it be a girl. We don't need a baby Seth running around. Um, but no, I'm kidding. Whatever it is, I'll be happy for both of them. <laughs> as far as that, I'm surprised. I'm glad that Seth, you know, took up for the whole women's division, considering not too long ago, he said he built the women's division on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, which so I'm still trying to picture how the hell he did that. Nah, you didn't build the women's division. But anyway, kudos to Seth for standing up to Becky and the women's division. They probably appreciate it. So we do too. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I had to bring, I had to bring this one up also. Speaking of Seth and Seth and Becky and everything, I had to bring this one up because this past week also, um, WWE shop. They love. I know. I. I mean, they're a business. They love like capture, uh, like capturing momentum and like like taking advantage of it and everything. They came out with even more Becky Lynch shirts about referencing her, like becoming the man's now the mom, and more more references to that on WWE Shop with her merchandise and everything. But it's like Kayla, are we getting to a point where it's too much? Yes. I thought about that the other day when um, I saw it because it popped up on my phone and on I was looking at a site and I was just like, the mom, really? You're giving her this kind of shirt? You know, I understand, yes, she's going to be the mom, but you look at it, you got people that don't even have one shirt in there. Mojo Raleigh still needs that shirt. Oh, shit, but- why did I bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um- Way to go, cat. Way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hey, I have not mentioned it in quite some time. Um, But as far as that goes, um, I think they went a little overboard with that because what's the next shirt going to be? 
They're going to have one Seth that says the father of such and such and the mother of such and such. So, um, yeah, I think they're going a little overboard, especially when there's people in there that, that don't have a shirt. So, um, but it is a cool shirt, but I don't think I'd buy it though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's, she's not the first female wrestler to actually have a child. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it's, it it was big news and she it's like she's been the face of the company but she's not the first so it's like it, it, it's a little bit on the offensive side to uh, those that came before who, who had kids and everything but that's just me but uh Jolie too much honestly when it comes to Becky no <laughs> um I mean the mom shirt was kind of stupid but I like the ma shirt with the end um kind of yeah and outlined. And they could actually do a shirt for Seth and just be the Da. Uh, and, I mean, they're already saying that the, he's the father of the Messiah, the, the future Messiah. So, you know, they're going to make that into a shirt. Um, but, no, I, I think I don't think it's it's too far. They could they could have done a hell of a lot worse. Um, they could make a Mojo Raleigh shirt. Nobody really wants that. You can see her spewing. You can see her spewing. <laughs> I, hear, I hear the steam. <laughs> if don't anyone sees the cloud, shop, don't listen to her. Make that shirt for Mojo Raleigh as soon as possible. If it, if anyone sees a cloud of smoke over South Carolina, that's Caleb blowing her mind right now. <laughs> no, Go ahead, I mean, I mean it. The the ma shirt was actually very easy to do. All they did. Just had to black out the ends. So that was actually not that hard to make. So they actually just had to rip out the things. They're like, oh, here we go. We can sell these now. Um, but no, I think every bit helps because, you know, she does. She's really not going to be getting paid much. I mean, I don't know what their maternity leave's like. So. And it does suck that she's not there. Because if she was there, at least she'd get paid for um, appearances. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, I think, the only bad thing is that, you know, she's not there. She doesn't get the uh, paid appearances. Um, the thing that I'm finding creepy is some of the fans on, you know, when Seth does the uh, Dead Boy stuff, asking to see pictures of Becky's belly, and somebody made a, a fake Becky account and story and had it dressed in Gryffindor, and his name was Oliver. I saw I, that. What the hell? So, Alright, you know what? I'm a Becky fan. I'm happy Becky's having a baby. I don't wish it was with Seth. I agree with John Morrison. <laughs> um, that, I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says, that was fucking hilarious. It and was. Mi- and, and the miss is like, John, what's wrong with you? Because he's the father of two girls. <laughs> But no, but the fact that he's like just saying, I I was just fucking rolling with that one, and um, but no, people just take shit too far. Like there 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 is stands, which, mm-hmm. and then there's psycho stands, and I think the psycho stands go with the cyber bullies, and they just need to be put on little islands, far far away, and we forget about them. Just make sure they don't have any internet. <laughs> Oh man, well, 
I guess we'll see what WWE Shop comes up with next. But, yes, overall, and I'm not just saying one superstar, Kayla. Overall, yes, it's like some maybe some other superstars do need to be addressed. As far like as, like Liv Morgan. There you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, let's get to some action here. All right, so Friday night, um, they continued the Intercontinental Championship Tournament, and one of the matches that they had was AJ versus Shinsuke Nakamura and reuniting that rivalry. Now, we originally went into the tournament thinking this was kind of like a one-off as far as, like, uh, AJ going to SmackDown, but lo and behold, he's actually now been traded to SmackDown for a future superstar. I was like, going, all right, back to the house that AJ built and everything. So, if he went to SmackDown, Jolie, who do you, who should go to Raw? Um, well, one, I also think they did that for ratings because when AJ was on, he did draw people in. Uh, who could go to Raw? Um, honestly, I could see Elias going back to Raw. Corbin can go to the dumpster. Um, possibly Dolph Ziggler. Maybe even Cesaro or Shinsuke to um, to Raw because you know what I would love to see matches between those between either one of those with Drew. Mm. Um, so definitely, like possibly Drew. Like I could just see like um, Cesaro to Raw have him go against um, his old uh, running buddy. I think he ran with uh, Drew for a little bit at one point. Hmm. I forgot. Yeah, I forget. But, like, you know, I would love to see either Cesaro or Shinsuke. I think they would actually probably be able to use Shinsuke better on Raw than they could on SmackDown because he would probably put on better matches with the likes of Ricochet, uh, Andrade, Angel Garza, Mm -hmm. um, even uh, Austin Theory, Seth, um... Buddy, like I think there's better competition for the likes of Shinsuke and Cesaro on Raw than there is on SmackDown, because right now SmackDown seems to be focusing on Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, Mm -hmm. Otis, and Braun and Bray. Any other women? And and Sasha and Bailey. No, I mean any any of the women that could possibly go to Raw. No, I, I don't see. They would have to bring both Sasha and Bailey over. They they would have to be a duo. Um, but I don't see them breaking those bringing those two over because, again, the women's um with again with the loss of Becky, that women's division is just completely up in the air. I mean, I swear to God, I saw better women's matches on NXT. Uh, than. Any any recent matches on SmackDown or Raw? I mean, yeah. they're ba- they're barely using Bianca on Raw, mm-hmm. but again, WWE is still keeping to the the whole social distancing, no crowds, not being um, they're they're just being they're doing everything correctly in my eyes over what another certain company has been doing recently. I don't agree with that at all. Um. So, okay, yeah, I, I, there, there's no, they can't break up the women's division on either brand right now. The only, the only way they could do that is if they actually just put all the women on one fucking show, okay, and go from there. But, but right now, 
the women's division is just foobar. Okay. All right. Kayla, who do you see going over to Raw? Kind of funny. I was kind of um, on the same page with Jolie with the Cesaro Nakamura. Um, that'd give them, especially Nakamura, he has a little bit more competition over there, like Ricochet, Cedric Alexander. Um, mm-hmm. I like to see Nakamura, King Sasha, uh, Andrade run good time. Um, <laughs> as far as Angel Garza, he can knock him out too. Um, I think I'd have to go with Nakamura or either Cesaro because those are probably the be- two best fit right now. Because pretty mm-hmm. much everybody that's over there, like um, Jolie said, they're focused on Otis, Braun, Daniel Bryan, Sheamus, and um, and I think they're a little focused on Jeff Hardy being on SmackDown as well too. Yeah. So um, maybe possibly Ziggler, but because I really don't like the whole. Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler thing going right now. I'm like, what the heck is this? What is this? Um, and as far as King Corbin, yeah, he can go to the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cesaro, I think you may need a change of pace and everything, so that's probably good. If I do see one woman going over to uh, Raw, it would probably be Tamina, and then that way she can uh, team back, back up with Nia for tag for tag team stuff and everything. But, um, yeah, the rest makes, I mean, the rest makes sense and everything. Um, as far as like what you two are saying. And so I don't know when that's going to happen as far as like them actually revealing who's got traded and everything, but we'll see what happens. All right. So let's kind of switch up here to AEW. And on Wednesday, um, the role model, the AEW's role model, excuse me, I should say, uh, Britt, Ma- uh, Britt Baker had a very fortunate accident during a tag team match and really screwed up her knee. And it's like they announced last night that she did have like a small fracture and like some partial tear, tear and everything. And so they were like saying like, uh, with her injury and everything, that from what I'm reading on Lion Kayla, it's like she's only going to be out six to eight weeks. I think it might be end up being longer, but it's like, what do you see next for the women's division without Brent? I actually see maybe a little bit more brightness on it, um, especially with Sheeta. Congratulations for being Nyla Rose last night for the championship. Oh yeah, we gotta get to that. Um, I know. I'm just saying, kudos for her. Um, yeah. that'd be another way to you know to shine bright for her and hopefully it'll be another to bring uh, more out of Chris Statlander. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see Britt Baker returning just like that. Um, even if, even when they showed the x-ray, it's not, may not be as bad, but it's going to definitely be treated as one of a serious knee injuries or else it could lead to something longer. Right. Um, so hopefully I'm sad that she's out cause I do like Britt Baker, but um, hopefully with her to the side a little bit, hopefully it'll bring everybody to the top that hasn't been able to be there and, you know, make them shine bright. So I think, I think the, um, AEW women's division might get a little bit more, ex- well, not exciting. I mean, it is exciting. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe a little bit more relevant, you know, like 
I guess maybe some more matches, you know, maybe some more, you know, Hey, you haven't been used since Britt Baker's been out here. Let's put you out there. So hopefully (laughs) it'll be something like a better shine up for the uh, women's division. Yeah. Because it's like, at first, like the women's division was like highly criticized because it's like lack of star power, uh, lack of presence, the in-ring abilities and everything. Over the past few weeks, I have seen, like, definitely improvements in that. Even though she hasn't, like, even though she had, like, one title shot on everything, Britt's been, like, the star of the women's division with, like, the videos, the promos, and everything like that. She's the one who's really been out there. And, yeah, with, with her injury and everything, it's, like, you're definitely going to see some... It's definitely a chance for other women to step up. And can we? And I know you watched. I know you watched uh, Double or Nothing last night. The MVP who wasn't even in one damn match, Big Swole. Because it's like she was on the sidelines in everyone's damn face. You could hear her. Like she was like rant up big time. It's like hell. She even got into Archer's face for a minute. Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, girl. And it's like, uh, I think Jake, uh, I think uh, uh, Jake Roberts called her a bitch at one time, too. And I was like, going, hmm, I wonder if Cedric's got any friends on the roster who uh, might want to address that. But (laughs) (laughs) no, but um, yeah, I just kind of like segue here in the double or nothing last night with that, that women's match, that women's title match. Between Nyla Rose and Sheeta, oh my God, they tore the house down, and it's just like um, I'm not saying it was the best match of the night, but um, but it was one of them. But I mean, do you agree? Like the no disqualification thing, it kind of like worked in and worked in their favor. Kind of does. It's kind of funny thing that we mentioned that because. I I guess we missed it because we were having issues with it because we ended up buying it like 15 minutes after. Um, But it kept going in and out. But I guess we had missed it because we didn't we didn't I didn't realize it was a no disqualification match and no count out. And at the first my mom goes, how are they getting away with this? (laughs) I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, because I was like, okay, well, anyway, it's a good match. Like, how do they get? And then after that, you know, I was like, oh, my God, she just won. I looked it up. I said, oh, it was a no disqualification, no count out. She goes, ah, makes sense now. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we missed it somewhere, I guess, when they had uh, obviously announced it. But we had gotten up and started doing stuff because we saw that match. But we still listened to it and then went back to maybe, you know, halfway and um, started watching it. But it was like, how are they getting away with this? You know, it's just like, right. <laughs> Oh, oh man! So it's like again, congratulations to to Sheeta and everything. Holy Sheeta, she did! It's like she did it and everything. So Hikaru Sheeta is the new AEW Women's World Champion. Nyla held it down. She definitely did. Um, and it's like we definitely have a new era going forward in the AEW Women's Division. Now, Jolie, I know you're not a big AEW fan, but um, have you seen, I mean, do you have any comments or, like, have you seen anything online as far as, like, uh, as far as, like, 
the status of the women's division and everything that it's like you have any opinions about or their division still sucks ass <laughs> no ifs ands or buts about it yeah they've been featuring them a little bit more yeah Britt was getting time but I feel that if Britt was in NXT she would be a champion by now I feel that Nyla is being not used properly um, I don't know about any like, Chris Stratlander she should be a, she got completely sidestepped She's probably one of their better women in the division, and yet here she is acting like an alien. I mean, yeah, the gimmicks are fun, but that division is ass. Um, they would rather spend more of their time recreating grudge matches with ex-WWE superstars. <laughs> I mean, I could have watched that Moxley-Brody Lee match from 2016. You know, I mean, there, there's, I'm I'm still waiting for the exciting and new. They they promised the women's division was going to be the best in the world. And I'm sorry, that's NXT. That's the yeah. best division. Yeah. Hands down. You had, I, I can definitely say, like, if you had the women from NXT challenge the women from AEW. Oh, no contest. No contest. I mean, you had... I mean, with the likes of Mia, even with Candice and um, Santana, uh, that EO and Rhea match was phenomenal. Even even when Charlotte interfered, it was still great. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing just uh, I'm tired of people saying that AEW is the best when it comes to men's wrestling. Sure, they're better than WWE in some aspects. Mm-hmm. But in not all aspects, I mean, I'm one time me and the revival agree on anything is like, I'm sick of flippy, flippy, flippy. Give me a good straight up fight. Give me a straight up wrestling match. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the women's division, Brandy promised us in that parking lot at Jacksonville Stadium that the women's division was going to be the best that they were going to do everything different that the women you had Big Swole on the sidelines why wasn't she in the match well is she injured I have no idea because it's like um, yeah it's like I have no idea they hadn't mentioned anything but it's like yeah it's like she didn't look injured because, like I said, it's like people were trying to hold her back. She was like getting in everyone's face last night. I mean, I thought, wasn't she like? Remember when her and Britt were jawing at each other? That went nowhere. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm shocked about that. I mean, the one thing that like somebody said, and I actually do agree with, is that it sucks that we never got to see Nyla Rose versus um, Awesome Kong. Because we don't know when uh, Kong's coming back. Because she is injured, correct? Um, I th- one part I think I think I saw she was injured, but then I also saw she was off filming Glow. But I think that may have been over with. But I I honestly don't know where she's at. But she's been off for a while. Because it's like I know they were doing like that whole Nightmare Collective gimmick, and that went absolutely nowhere because it was horrific. Oh my god! I mean, like I said. And it's like one of my biggest pet peeves is about AEW is that 
they promised something, but it, it went flat. And Brandy trying to be Stephanie McMahon at some point, it just mm. didn't sit right with me. And, you know, it just, they need to be better to bring in fans that want to see women's wrestling. Now, I read good things about the woman that won. I don't know how to pronounce her name, so therefore I'm not pronouncing it. Um, that won the uh, AEW women's title. And then mm-hmm. I just see her carrying a kendo stick. And then my mind goes to Charlotte, who's constantly using a kendo stick. <laughs> so it's like, you know... I don't know. I just, that Their women's division's ass. <laughs> Okay, speaking of ass, how are you going to introduce a new championship and it's not even ready yet? Um, the creator mode crashed. <laughs> the creator belt crashed on their AEW game console. I swear <laughs> to God. And they're ripping on the 24-7 championship belt. That thing looks like it was stuck together with duct tape and glue. <laughs> and then you have one of the biggest Again, using like yes, I know you've got TNA, ROH, and J- uh, New Japan in WWE, but you're stealing fucking Mike Tyson the, to introduce the belt, and it just reminds me of when he came in with DX. Like y- they need to start doing shit without people that are honestly constantly associated with the WWE, because like you know, it's just it's just annoying the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh, Kayla, what'd you think about that? Whoa. What'd you think about that belt? Well, it was interesting. Um, it's a little bit more, I do have to admit, it's a little bit more realistic, except for, like, in, like, the 24-7 championship. Um, but... I don't even, I don't understand why their titles are like so huge in AEW, but hey, that's whatever. Um but I probably might get in trouble for saying this, but a friend of mine from work that's also a big wrestling fan as well. Uh-huh. Um till this day until we are proven otherwise, just something tell us we're convinced that somehow way WWE does something, AEW does something, if not similar, a part of us is saying, we think they're in cahoots together, they're just not letting us know. Because, I mean, think about it. Not too long ago, you had Jake the Snake Roberts on WWE. Now he's in AEW, managing Uh Lance Archer. Um, not too long ago, yeah, not too long ago, before he joined the Nightmare family, you had Arn Anderson. So, if they're so uptight about this whole thing of trying to compete with each other, Mm -hmm. why are people going or coming as they please? Heck, even Bret Hart was on there not too long ago. He got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. So, it's just... It's not making sense. So until me and my friend are proven 
wrong. That's what we think. <laughs> yeah, con family working together with the McMahon. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right. Favorite match from last night. Kayla. Hmm. <sighs> Truthfully. Uh oh. <laughs> Truthfully, I really enjoyed it was a little I really enjoyed Cody's match, obviously. I'm a big uh-huh. fan of Cody. Um I was so happy when he did um beat Lance Archer because I thought I felt like he needed that win. More than anything, especially what Lance did to Dustin. Um, obviously, what Jake did to Brandy, it's like he was striking him. I felt like um, since he has made the choice not to go after the AEW World Championship, you know, I felt like he's built up to it, and I feel like he really deserved that. Um, mm-hmm. So congratulations, Cody. Um, that was a good match. But if I must say... I really loved Stadium Stampede. Yeah. <laughs> I it was just that moment where um one of the inner circle, I cannot remember, was it Tito, Santan, whatever, whoever was, I can't swim, man, it's only three feet of water. Oh, it was Ortiz, that little bitch. <laughs> I was like, You ain't gonna drown and then they kept putting Matt under, he pops up at one mat, turn around, pops up the other mat. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean I was just die laughing and then it um I like the part where he threw threw uh Matt threw him in the ice box and says that will help with your inflammations. That's funny. Oh my god and then he tied Ortiz to the chair with duct tape. It's like like giving him a prescription like it's like wrap him up and he said uh take two of these or whatever and call me in the morning. I'm like, like okay. <laughs> and then Sammy Guevara, I'm really not a fan of him, but him getting up, I won! I won! I'm like, no, you didn't, buddy. Oh, and then, really it, and then uh, Chris Jericho by Hangman Page sitting there taking the little line marker and running all over <laughs> Chris Jericho. And then J- uh, Jim Ross and then was saying, um, oh yeah, right up the crotch. <laughs> JR was all over it last night. It's like he was like a little bit loose last night. He did not give a sh- he did not give a shit at all. <laughs> he didn't care what he said last night. Oh no! <laughs> and then oh my god, that one part you love the football references in there because it's like with the whole um, Jericho challenging the two count and like wanting to go see a replay and everything like that, and just like really we're doing that too. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh and yeah, no, it's like I love I did love the stadium stampede and yeah, that I mean that that was actually I guess that would actually be my favorite of the night and everything. People are like saying it was way better than any of the cinematic matches that WWE's come out with. That I really don't that I'm not too sure about. But um but it was funny at the beginning of the Stampede match when they were doing the introductions. I didn't see Hangman out there, and Omega was like, just wait, just wait, just wait. And then he ends up coming out later on the horse. 
Oh mm -hmm. man. Uh so what'd you think I mean, so what'd you think about the um Moxley and Brody Lee match? It was alright. I thought it could have been a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, because the way he took the title and took it away from him and you see all that anger of Mox building up. I felt like he wasn't able to release I felt like he wasn't able to release the actual unscripted violence that he has inside him. Um, but however, I did like the part where he they literally went right through the ramp. I mean, it was like <laughs> like what the heck? Was that was like the highlight of the night. They go through the ramp. And um and of course then Mox ended up passing out. Not Mox. Oh gosh. Mox really? ended up make Mox ended up passing out Brody Lee. Yeah. And then what was it? Um, I saw it just a minute ago while we we're talking about AEW. Brody Lee puts on there ten hours ago on Twitter. Respect to John Moxley. That's all I have to say at this time. Uh, <laughs> well yeah, duh. I thought it was gonna be one of those I thought it was gonna be one of those points where it's like they actually ended up like calling the match and they couldn't revive any of them and I was like, Oh god, don't let it in like this. People get people mm -hmm. gonna go ape shit already because it's like but um yeah, I'm glad he retained and everything. But it's like I think I think when they started with the ladder match, they started the pay per view with the ladder match. That one was all right to me. It wasn't great. Um, but it's like, I think that kind of, kind of started off the night on a sour note for a lot of people. And yeah, it went, it went up for the, it went up from there and everything. And then MJF is an asshole. Mm. <laughs> MJF is a pure asshole. I swear to God. I mean, yeah, it was a great, it was a good match and everything. Jungle Boy got his licks in and everything. But in the end, it's like, that's. Sneaky son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man! And then it's like, yeah, Cody and Cody and Lance Archer. I did, I did like that match and everything. And um, oh, and it's like Archer was on the side yelling at Big Swall, and I was like, well, what is it with these Texas boys in AEW that I always got to yell at? And because it's like going, it's like going, no, you don't, you don't talk to women like that, stupid. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, uh, and then yeah, it's like uh, and then um, the other women's match, Penelope Ford uh, uh, taking Britt's place. That was that was our. That I mean, that was a okay. I was just happy Chris won because I don't like Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But did okay, you see so... Vicky Guerrero over there on the corner, not too happy? Yeah, it was like, oh my god, she just won! <laughs> it's like, I swear, it's like they have like all the, it's like they had all the faces on one side and all the heels on the other side. It's like from what I, I could tell, because like the mm -hmm. librarians were over there with them, and it's just like, okay, the the worst match of the night. I'm sorry, the worst match of the night and everything. It's like I'm glad Dustin won, but it's like the whole spot with like Dustin and Sean Spears. That was just that was beyond stupid. That was that was I no, it could have gone a little bit better than what it did. But I mean I do have to admit, 
mom and I was sitting there thinking, uh, 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 pull the pants up, please. And the question, and the question I have, who was on his crotch? I think it was Blanchard. Yeah, it was totally Blanchard. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, who's on his crotch? What? <laughs> yeah, because at first I was like thinking, oh, is he a little exposed there? But then I was like, oh, that's what we was- thought too. Yeah, we're like, what? <laughs> so wait, let me get this straight. Uh oh. Sean Spears left the WWE because he was tired of being a gimmick and being a comedy act to go to AEW to be a gimmick and a comedy act. Did I that get that actually, right? Like, that was actually like the first the first night that I've really seen it like as a comedy act and everything like that. Because he's usually more of like uh, I mean, he's definitely a heel and everything and like uh, the uh, self-proclaimed chairman of the AEW and everything. But it's like, yeah, that was like the first kind of any type of like comedic act that I saw out of him since I've been watching AEW. But it's like, yeah, it's like Kayla and I agree. That was just like the worst spot of the night. I'm happy that Dustin won, but it could have, he could have worked for it a little bit more than what he did. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. All righty. Let's, uh, let's kick this back to WWE. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're back to an old topic. Comes up every now and then, but of course it's been coming up more often now because she's all over the place. And of course, I'm talking about one Charlotte Flair. Let's see. So she's a Raw superstar, technically a Raw superstar, who is the NXT Women's Champion. And then of course, because of the brand Invitational, she's been on SmackDown the last couple weeks. And then coming up on Monday, she's going to be part of a triple threat to determine the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship to go so they can face Asuka at Backlash. And so back to the age-old question. Jolie, is she being overpushed? How can you overpush a flair? I could see where some people say that she is being overpushed. But um, honestly... If I get to see her interact with the other two horsewomen, I'm all for it. If I get to see her act with Rhea and Io, I'm all for it. If I get to see her interact with anybody on Raw, I'm all for it. Um, She is the self-proclaimed hardest working superstar, and arguably she truly is. Um, I think people just need somebody to hate, and she's one of the few people in the company that can bust her ass, get the hate that she gets, and just keep on moving and not give a shit anymore. Right. Because, you know, the fact that people just aren't patient enough to see stories build... I mean, the only thing that I don't understand is her being in the triple threat match for Monday night. Mm-hmm. But, again, she's a multi-time Raw Women's Champion. Nia is a, uh, a one-time Women's Champion. Natty's just there to be Natty. I mean, I don't even know what the hell's going on with her. Right. Um, so, Charlotte is... Being a workhorse, she's busting her ass, and people just need to back off the queen because if her last name was Flair, 
she would still be busting her ass. She just is being who she is. And people just need to stop with all the hatred. If they don't like it, do what CM Punk said. When Charlotte comes on my screen, all the people here is click. Just switch, <laughs> switch the channel if you don't like it, dude. Mute it. Yeah. Or just, you know, wait till your favorite superstar comes back on. It just, just fucking chill. Yeah. It's like, I'm very, it's like, as far as like people being in the match, I'm surprised Natty's in the match because she just lost not once, but twice to Shayna. But the way that I kind of see this match playing out and everything is like Nia's probably going to end up winning and pinning Natty. So that way, and I know they probably didn't want to do a pin on Shayna. And plus, I don't think uh, Charlotte's going to have any factor in the decisioning on this. That's my prediction. Um, but it's just like, yeah. That was like the one thing that kind of, th- I mean, I know that they're trying to make up a little bit more of the star presence on the women's division with well, with Becky being out and everything. But it's like, yeah, it's like she's a champion already. Why are you going to put her in a triple threat for another championship? Beats me. Well, like you said, maybe because you don't want to um, make Shayna lose another match because they're right now focusing more on the Nia feud aspect of this, which... Naya once again attacks somebody, and it looks like she honestly did it wrong again. And oh, uh, when she threw Kyrie into the yeah, yep, yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, great. Poor Kyrie can't catch a fucking break. Poor girl just wanted to play a recorder in peace, and um, but you know, it's honestly gonna make Oscar. It's making them into the faces again, which is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. And even poor even poor Oscar, she called out Kyrie a little bit about the recorder thing. I'm like, wait, you, you calling your girl out? Come on. <laughs> on Twitter, at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. But Kayla, I know she's from the Carolinas just as you, but is Charlotte being overpushed? No, I kind of like it right now. Um, I guess it kind of shows that she's saying, hey, you know, I can challenge you anytime, anywhere kind of thing. I kind of like how she's doing. Like Jolie said, when you get the horsewoman involved, awesome. Eo Sarai and Rhea Ripley, awesome. Um, I think the way they're doing her right now gives her a little bit more of a challenge. Um, basically, making the, you know, all three women's divisions a little interesting. Um, but I'm going to make a high off the wall prediction Mm -hmm. i could be wrong but by the end of 2020 if not beginning of 2021 i'll give it to end of 2020 okay we're gonna be calling charlotte charlotte three belts because i just have a feeling she's gonna end up winning the raw and smackdown title somehow and have all three titles what is wrong with you hey she's a (laughs) flair speaking of flares did you see that people are bitching that he signed a new contract with the WWE? Rick did. Why? They fired all those people and he's signing a legacy contract? Oh my god, Undertaker's signing for 17 more years? Yeah. Uh, it's number like... one, that's fucking smart on the WWE's part. <laughs> Undertaker might not be able to wrestle, but you know what? He can coach and he can teach. Exactly. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, it's funny how they just let 
they just let him go and everything. But yet, Kurt Angle's going to come back and do a re- referee on NXT on Wednesday? I then that's what I don't understand. People said he was actually fired, fired, when I thought he was actually one of the people furloughed. And so, and there was um, a report from Tom Colohue mm-hmm. that that a, a couple of the people that were let go have actually already been offered new contracts. So I know, I already know that um, Anderson and Gallows are most likely either, they're going elsewhere automatically. I know that, um, same with Hawkins and Ryder. Mm-hmm. I believe they've already said that they're actually, at least uh, Zack Ryder's going to AEW. I heard that somewhere. Okay. Um, but it's like, so people are, are, are so mad and upset, and it's just like, why? Flair is a living, breathing, talking promo machine. He knows what to do in the ring. He can create the next dirtiest player in the game that's not named Flair. He can yeah. become... Could you imagine, you know, let's say Zelina leaves Andrade. Let's say that finally breaks up, and Rick becomes... Andrade's manager. Whoa. And, and teaches Andrade to be the next dirtiest player in the game. <laughs> the Lord help us all. But Ooh. come on. If anybody right? if anybody could do it, it would be Andrade. He has that Eddie Guerrero flair. Mm-hmm. Something that not a lot of people have. So that's a good I mean, because it's like He's, I mean, he's already done a few underhanded tricks on his own, too, and everything. But, yeah, imagine him teaming up with Flair. It's like, it'd be like ten times that. Oh, man. I can see the comments but, uh, now, though. Oh, he's only managing him because it's his future son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> something. Somebody will have something smart to say about it. Like, it's his son-in-law. What are you doing? Well, shit, at one time or another, everything in the WWE is a family affair. Exactly. It ain't going to be no big deal. <laughs> okay, it's his son-in-law, but you don't see The Rock out there being freaking Nia Jax's manager. I mean, my mm-hmm. God. If <clears throat> if you had to use somebody, use Ric Flair. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Rick has always been one of the best performers in the game. Hands down, like I mean, him and Dusty could go toe to toe with a promo, right? So it's just like there's something about being a flair, the name, and the knowledge. And while that man is still on this earth, let the WWE use it for all that's worth. <laughs> Same with the Undertaker. Nobody was able to create a character like that. And I will say I do agree with Seth Rollins when. He said, I think this was in After the Bell 2 or another interview, that the the character of the original Undertaker would not work today in the minds of the casual wrestling fan. American Badass, yes, would work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, But, again, that's a man that knows how to create characters, knows how to create storytelling. I mean, check out The Last Ride, people. It has been an amazing story about what he has gone through for all of y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I haven't, I haven't like watched any of the full episodes yet and everything, but I do know that it's very heartwarming to see that 
when he went against Roman Reigns, like that was originally supposed to be his retirement. And he felt so bad about how the match came out and everything. It's like, it's like he, he, he felt bad for Roman in that position. And it's like, he, he it's like, it seemed like he wanted some redemption. Ah, <sighs> man. That's like, yeah, these, le- these legends in the WWE, they will live on forever in one way or another. All right. Well, that's all we have time for on this week's episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. And stay tuned for a very special Jester's Court. And welcome back to another edition of the Jester's Court. I am your resident Jester Jolie. And on today's docket, I'm calling out the internet wrestling community. Over the past weekend, Stardom in Japan lost Hana Kimura, a 22-year-old wrestling sensation, when she decided to end her life after being cyberbullied for a Netflix show. Now... There has been a lot of bullying on the internet. It doesn't matter. It's, it started back with MySpace. This has been a constant because once you get behind a keyboard and you don't see the damage front and center, you, you get balls. You get ballsy. And I just think that people need to be called the fuck out. And that's what your gesture is doing today. So, cyberbullying is probably a big-ass pet peeve of mine. And one of the biggest cyber bullies, in all honesty, I feel, is JD from NY. Um, he said some nasty things about Alexa Bliss, and it's just disgusting. I mean, I, I'm so proud of her for calling his ass out by name and posting his clip of what he said. But, you know, one guy came, well, that's what we would say in a bar with our friends. Dude, it doesn't matter if you would say that with your buddies. It doesn't make it right. It really doesn't. Talking about her in a sexual way? No, dude. You want to do stuff like that? That's just, that's wrong. That's honestly wrong. I mean, yeah, okay, you do that, but it doesn't make what you're doing right. So, yeah, JD, you are a piece of shit. You are like Cornette. Cornette is another bully. Look what he said about Becky Lynch, calling her an easy bake oven? What the hell? That is just disgusting and wrong. Look at Brian Alvarez. Seriously. I mean, his age-shaming and misogyny against Tamina after the Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, Money in the Bank match against Bailey. Uh, you know, all the, the shit that he spewed about her. It doesn't make it right. The internet wrestling community, especially the trolls and especially the ones that don't really care about feelings and gets away with doing whatever they want, it they, they need to be curbed. They need to have people come after them. And it was really nice to see that a lot of the WWE superstars were attacking the bullies. I mean, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, Aleister Black, um, Bailey, Sasha Banks. I mean... Do you people honestly realize what you did to poor Kyrie Sane? How hard she tried to get to her friend, but couldn't save her? That's going to eat her up, but none of you care. 
What is wrong with you people? What gave you the right to put somebody down so far that they decided that there was no way of getting back up? Are you happy with your life, knowing that you have that blood on your hands, or do you just not care? I'm thinking that you just don't care, because if you did, you wouldn't have done it. And that's just plain and fucking simple. It's, it's amazing to me that we are still in an age where we can get away with bullying people over the internet. I see it all the time, especially from the President of the United States. All the name-calling and the bullying he does towards Democrats and liberals and to other country leaders. Yeah, that, that dude's a fucking douchebag as well. And I don't care if I get attacked for it. That just makes you a bully. If you're attacking me for having an opinion over his tweets, over his actions and antics, which are fact. So, attacking me makes you a bully. Now, I will say this. If I have ever bullied anybody, I deeply and 100% humbly apologize. It is never my intention as your jester, or even as a person, to bully somebody. But... If I see somebody being bullied, I will step up, I will speak out, and I will call you out by name. Like I did with JD, like I did with Brian Alvarez, like I do with Brad Shepard all the time. There are people I will call out. I think that's the only good thing that actually came out of this was the fact that people from Ring of Honor, All Elite Wrestling, Total Nonstop Action Impact, New Japan, stardom, all came together to say this is wrong. That the what people are doing is wrong. Now, uh, a lot of you probably heard our new intro and noticed that Belly Up is now missing. Well, um, myself and the Queens have left the company. For me, I was summarily let go without anyone in the higher-ups talking to me. Um, I feel that my quote-unquote boss's bosses, um, you know, should have spoken to me after I had talked to her about what was going on. The fact that I had writer's block, the fact that I had, you know, depression because I had been out of work. Luckily, I might be going back to work in 10 days. I might be going back to work in 20 days. Uh, we are getting, hopefully, ready to get back to work at my job. So, you know, there's just been a lot of stress on me personally, but apparently I was one of the ones that was easily let go because all I did was podcast content. So that just kind of pissed me off. And I felt that, you know, my boss, Kayla, the, the one that ran the head of the wrestling department, was bullied out of there by one of the other editors who thought she was holier than thou. And I've seen screenshots. I saw what they, what she said towards people. She's, she's a freaking bully. And Mike and Blaine, yes, I'm calling you two out. You let her do this. And let's not forget the new possible wrestling department head, Barkley, who said that, you know, I was smoking crack or doing drugs. Yeah, dude. You're going to be a great department head there, buddy. So, belly up. I wish you all the best of luck in the world. 
but I would never work for your company again because you don't talk to people. And to the internet wrestling community, there are good ones out there. There are some really good ones out there. you got Steffi, one of the biggest Becky fans and most positive women that I've met on the internet out there. You've got Gavin. He is amazing. You've got some of the Charlotte fans that constantly, constantly, constantly get bullied because people kept calling uh, uh, Charlotte racist and these fans get attacked on the daily. Alexa fans, people, you just, we really need to stop. We really need to grow up and be better. And some of us old heads are trying to do our best. Zelina Vega had it right. A lot of you people that were saying R.I.P. Hana or hypocrites because you can scroll down their page and see them bullying other people. So I find the internet wrestling community toxic and needing to clean up its act. You're not brave because there's a keyboard in front of you. You're brave because you've got a tiny dick, no balls, and are probably a virgin living in your mother's basement. I apologize. I shouldn't have said that, you know. But you really need to rethink what you do, what you say, because words matter. Words do destroy. Worse than any bullet, knife, or toxic. And this is your jester signing off, saying you hope you had a great holiday weekend. Thank you to all the soldiers that we have lost in defending our country and defending our freedoms. But just because I have the freedom of speech doesn't mean I should use it to hurt people. I hope you have a great day. Court is adjourned.